And uh, we're <laughs> Did you just go to say hello? hello. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, by the end of this, you'd yeah. be snoring. We're like, Daz, as we finish the podcast, <laughs> cheersy. <laughs> oh, let's try that again, sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure. Ooh, he's a <laughs> right, my name is Matt. And my name is Darren. This week we are looking at Super, super Snooper. Slash Super Fuzz. Slash something else that we'll probably try later when we're pissed. Yes, In Super Italian. Snooper. Mm. Yeah, I'd never heard of this film. Yeah, so this film came about when we would, I think we were doing a Patreon episode once, right. weren't we? I, I, yeah, I remember you talking about and it. And yeah, it was Childhood Memories. And I had this memory of a film I saw. Uh, <laughs> in your childhood? In my childhood. <laughs> rented from some random video shop. And I think it was based on the fact that, oh, well, he likes Superman and all that sort right. of stuff. So let's get him. Oh, well, Super Snooper. This sounds, well, he's a superhero. I think that's how it came about. <laughs> It's um, well, I guess it does have all the the, the tropes of a superhero film. Mm. Yes, it does. <laughs> but I guess that's where the similarity stops as well. <laughs> yeah, for anyone that's not seen it, oh please, you must watch this film. Absolutely, it's yeah. not like uh, so. Coincidentally, we're recording this the day that Nico goes out. Yeah, yeah so we're, we're getting close to a recording release date again. Yeah, yeah, we are. But if you haven't seen Nico, don't. Watch this instead. <laughs> but listen to the podcast, obviously. Yeah. You share it with all your friends, pinch their phones and subscribe them, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. But anyway, yes. Uh, shall we crack straight on then? Yeah. All uh, right. Okay. Then. Have you had a good week first? I, I've had a very nice week, actually. Yeah. What have you been up to? I've been to a theme park. Ooh. Ridden some roller coasters. And uh, I've uh, been to the cinema. Ooh. Yeah. What nice. about yourself? Uh, and I've done neither of those things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've done some work. Uh, I've done some rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been hungover a couple of times. Right, okay. My week sounds much better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. So were you hungover at rehearsals or? No, I'm very responsible and would never Why do that. Why are you nodding? What? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> of course not. I wouldn't do that. Honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it has been, yeah, it genuinely has been a good week. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's that then. Uh, let's crack on with the... Uh, well, we're going back to 1980. So have you got any facts for us? Oh, I certainly do. Okay then, Daz. Well, Super Snooper came out in September 1980. So I thought we'd look at the film charts for uh, for that week. Now, interestingly, the weird thing is... All right, so I've had to do the charts for the 26th of, uh, of September because the week before, mm-hmm. there's no information on the US charts. Really? Anywhere I looked. Maybe and I looked for a good 30 seconds. was happening in America that week. It's, it's, anyway, it's bizarre. So I used the 26th. But anyway, I've got the UK one for the release date. of Cool. But in America that week, so at number five was a film called Resurrection. New. No, and it's not a porn. <laughs> number four, In God We Trust. I don't know. It's a little bell. Number three, Divine Madness. Nope. No. Two, Stardust Memories. Nope. And number one, Ordinary People. Nope. Well, there we go. That's, <laughs> that's another five films that we can do in the podcast. We can get them on the list, certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and number five in the UK was Cruising. That does sound like a porn film. It does, doesn't it? 
In fact, all these could possibly sound like porn films. Oh. Uh, Xanadu. I've heard of that. Yes. With old uh, Olivia Neutron Bomb. Yeah, a Neutron Bomb. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Caddyshack at number three. Mm, nope. Oh, come on. <laughs> Urban Cowboy at number two. Oh, no, that rings a bell. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'd have been better prepared, I could have said, well, it's yeah, because right. they're here. <laughs> and number one is all that jazz. Ah, nice. A little mm-hmm. bit of uh, old uh, Mr. Fossey. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that was that was an interesting week in the charts. Also, the beginning of the eighties, I get really fuzzy because I was two. Well, I was only five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should know better. Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, also, some of the things that happened in the world that year: uh, Hayes Travel started in the UK. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Still going strong. Still, yeah, still going. Still going even after the last couple of years of, yeah. of, of stuff. Not been hit, being allowed to go anywhere. All right. Uh, unless you're a Tory cunt. <laughs> unless you are, yes. One of the most famous moustaches in the world came to TV screens. Oh, uh, Mr. Selleck. Yes, Magnum <laughs> PI started. <laughs> nice. Um, also, uh, the first time uh, an Audi Quattro was shown at a motor show. Oh. And I thought, well, that epitomises the 80s, yeah. doesn't it? With Ashes nice. to Ashes. And uh, that's a fucking great car. I thought you'd appreciate that. Mm. I saw that the Audi Quattro was like, well, nice. Okay, I think Dad's yeah. will like that. And right, so you know, also back to happy days, the phrase jumping the shark when yes, a TV show yeah, goes yeah. too far. Now, Fonzie jumped the shark, didn't he? Yes. This sounds to me like going beyond jumping the shark. There was a new TV show came out in 1980. I'd never heard of this till the day. It's a, it's a cartoon. It's called Fonz and the Happy Day Gang. Right. Right? It, it's it's Fonz and Richie and, and Ralph, and they find themselves lost in time with their new friend Cupcake, who's an alien from the future. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah, obviously, yeah. So jumping the shark wasn't enough. There was time-travelling Fonzie. Lucky. So that interesting. I mean, there's, there's the cash in, and then there's, then there's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at it. I said, it's, it's absolutely crazy. The fact they actually went this far with Fucking it. Hell. I mean, yes, I know they had Mork in the Happy Days TV show and stuff, but time traveling. And I guess you've watched the whole series. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. watched binge watching this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Well, listen on that note. How about we look at some charts? Super Snooper was released in West Germany on the 18th of September 1980 and so this week we are looking at the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 14th of September 1980. At number 10 this week, up from last week's 18, it's Queen and another one bites the dust. Falling one place from last week's number 8 to this week's number 9, it's Cliff Richard and Dreamin' No G. Up from last week's number 10 to this week's number 8, it's Sheena Easton and Modern Girl. And falling from last week's number three to this week's number seven, it's David Bowie in Ashes to Ashes. Last week's number five is this week's number six, it's Hazel O'Connor and Eighth Day. And into the top five, last week's number two is this week's number five, The Jam and Start. It's a massive rise of 26 places from last week's 30 to this week's number four for Stevie Wonder and Master Blaster Jammin'. And up from last week's number seven to this week's number three, it's Elvis Presley and it's only love beyond the reef. It's a climb of two places from last week's number four to this week's number two for Randy Crawford and One Day I'll Fly Away. And it's a non-mover at number one this week. It's Kelly Marie and Feels Like I'm In Love. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 14th of September, 1980. Yeah. Okay. I think I knew about three, right. four of those, maybe. Yeah. I, 
Yeah. Probably, probably more if I heard them. If you heard them. Yeah, I think for me, being, again, being an, an early 80s chart, they're usually not that familiar, but obviously Queen and Cheena Easton, David Bowie. Yeah, look, Ashes to Ashes, and we talked yeah. about the Adi Quattro. See, it all links in. Ooh, ooh. See, the jam. Master Blaster, obviously Stevie Wonder. Elvis Presley, it's only love. I don't know Beyond the Reef, but no. One Day I'll Fly Away. You must. You must I know that, yeah. yeah. And Feels Like I'm in Love. Kelly, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure you recognise it if we played it. I mean, all that's going around in my head is, he's a super snooper. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not jump the gun. Uh, and looking outside the uh, the top ten, Jean Easton is doing quite all right there, isn't she? Uh, modern girl at number eight. And at number 11, she's doing nine to five. Oh, I didn't know she did that. Uh, it's a different different song. All right, okay. Different song, same title. I'm not yeah. working nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunshine of Your Smile by Mike Berry at number 12. A Paranoid from Black Sabbath at uh, 14. 15 is still rock and roll to me. Billy Joel. I like Billy Joel. At 19, Shaking Stevens, Marie Marie. Baggy Trousers for Madness at 21. Oh, now that's a tune. That is a tune. Yeah, I agree. Two Little Boys at 26. But don't panic. It's uh, from Snoddly... Snod- <laughs> it's from who? <laughs> uh, I knew I was going to say this wrong. Splodgeness abounds. Not snog nick and bottle Something like that. Snog Shit, you up. Uh, at 28, it's DISCO from Ottawa. At 30, the winner takes it all from ABBA. 31, Gap Band, Oops Upside Your Head. Upsi- okay. Upside Down at 33 for Diana Ross. Three Little Birds for Bob Marley and the Waiters at 35. My Old Piano for Diana Ross at 36. If Oops Upside Your Head got a penny for every time it was played. Oh, yeah, at a wedding or, yeah. or a, <laughs> a, a, a birthday party. Yeah. Richest people on the planet. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but that actually, for, for, for you know an early 80s chart, which is usually quite, not alien, but not always familiar. But yeah, because it's still got a lot the 70s there. sound, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of disco there. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of familiar stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, I'll tell you what, how about we move on to your challenge? Yeah, my challenge, baby. Okay, so for those of you that are new to us, Darren has a challenge every week, and he has to get from last week's film to this week's film in a certain amount of steps. We call it the step challenge, the five-step challenge. But this week, Darren has three steps to get from last week's film, which was... Top Gun. To this week's film, which is... Super Snooper! Can it be done? Let's find out. As Matt said, last week's film was Top Gun, and one of the stars of Top Gun was Meg Ryan, and so that's where we start this week. Step one... Meg Ryan was in Inner Space with Joe Flaherty. Step two. Joe Flaherty was in Cannonball Fever with Lee Van Cleef. And step three. Lee Van Cleef was in Escape from New York with Ernest Borgnine, who was one of the stars of Super Snooper. And that's the three-step challenge. Yeah, that was, uh, again quite an easy one this week oh that's good that's good yeah it didn't take me fucking hours so that was good that's good i mean i don't envy you for next week two steps to get from super snooper to whatever oh, next week's film will be <laughs> well, I, mean, I, don't I mean you don't know we just don't know we just don't know yes anyway oh that was good that was good well done i thought you were gonna have trouble actually did you yeah there's only one person in the film that you probably heard of Maybe two or three. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Rosie mm. Labouche. Yes, I have. And I'll thank you for not pointing it out. <laughs> uh, 
Oh dear. Well, yeah. Now we're on to Super Snooper. Let's um, I'll have our initial reactions, I suppose. Mm. Oh, it's an odd number. It's an evil number one, isn't it? Says so my go. <laughs> um, okay. We know what we're doing. It's yeah, no, honest. You know, jeez, <laughs> we're experts at this. Uh, what a bizarre film. <laughs> um, yeah, bizarre is a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah, I can see what they were trying to do, and it definitely has promise. I think the execution of what they they they, they do is severely lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the acting is incredibly questionable. But on the whole, I wouldn't say it's a lot of fun, but it has its moments and it has a certain charm, I guess. Yeah. It, it, I wasn't annoyed after I watched it, unlike Nico. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I quite enjoyed it up to a point. I think that's my initial reaction. Yeah. Um, I th- I, I'm, I'm mostly with you on that, actually. I mean, in the year that brought us Superman two, they this comes out as well. So it is, it is, <laughs> it is you know, miles and miles different. And I suppose, look, I had a big smile on my face while watching it because right. they they hit some of the beats right, you know, because when the music then kicks in and you're like, and it's the heroics, it does make you smile a little bit. And I, I think that the cast are working well with what they they've kind mm-hmm. of got, and and what they've got is very convenient for every situation. Um. I, th- I think there's a lot of. Like, I feel like I'm analysing too much already, <laughs> but I feel like there's a bit of lazy writing in there, and you know, I, there's some good actors in there, and you know, and there are some good actors in there, but I, I suppose and this, this is this is no offence. I, I couldn't see any, but I mean, oh, come on, look at Ernest. I mean, look, and Ter- Terence is actually a legend. He uh, is a, apparently a, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I suppose, and this is meant no offence to any Village Hall Productions or whatever else. It's a little bit like. Watching your village halls productions take on Les Mis, if, if you know, what I mean, it's it's almost like kind of go, oh, Les Mis is doing well in the West End. Let's write our own. One of the first notes I put, because oh, <laughs> uh, I make, we all obviously make notes before the the podcast. It's I said it's like watching Amdram on film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I think we're sort of shooting from the same yep. place here. I mean, <laughs> and then catching it in our teeth. So you dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my. That's my sort of initial reaction. But do you know what? I'm with you. I had fun watching it and mm-hmm. I smiled. And it wasn't, unlike Nico, when it was a task to go and watch it again. Yeah. I whacked it on for a second time. I was like, do you know what? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's watch this. And I, 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 I did smile. So there cool. are positives. It's not going to be us. Well, I mean, I'm, we will tear it to shreds, I'm sure. But Obviously. Cool. Uh, there we go. That's our reactions. Yeah, so easy for you to say. Well, not, apparently not. <laughs> he is a super snooper. up your pooper. Or something. Uh, <laughs> Shall we have a little break? <laughs> yeah, let's have a break. Let's have a shot. And we're back. Part two of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure, where this week we are looking at the, the, Snooper. the, the, Sorry. the classic, well, in some people's the, minds. The film. The film. Uh, yeah, Super Snooper. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And this is where we go deeper into it, I suppose. Yes, we do. Well, I mean, uh, first of all, you've got your little challenge yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this now. I think I'm going to fail the challenge this week because Good. the film is Hour 37. Hang on, we need to get there first, don't we? Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Long time listeners of the podcast will know that at this point in the podcast, Matt has a challenge to give us the synopsis of the film, and he has as many seconds as the film has minutes. So, Mr. Matthew, how long was the film? Oh, let me check. Hang on. Uh, 
It was an hour 37. At least you've done your fucking homework this week. So you have <laughs> one minute 37 seconds to give us the synopsis. Are you ready? Mm. Then let's have the jingle. And if you're still ready, go. Dave Speed is on death row. And he's on his way to be executed, and he recounts the circumstances which got him there. Having just graduated from police academy, Dave is sent to a small village to hand out a parking ticket when he's caught in a nuclear explosion containing red plutonium. And this doesn't kill him, but instead gives him almost every superpower. This is very lucky, as there's a counterfeit money operation happening in town run by Torpedo and Rosie Labouche, who Dave's partner Dunlop has a crush on. His powers develop and he can move objects with his mind, run fast, make people disappear, and he does so when having a date with Dunlop's niece, Evelyn. Dave is trying to find Sylvia's, who's discovered how the counterfeit money is being transported, and Sylvia's helps Dave find out that his weakness is the colour red. Dave tells Dunlop and Evelyn that he has powers. Then Dave and Dunlop head to Torpedo's Club, where they find out the money is being printed on a fishing trawler named the Barracuda. Dave and Dunlop head to the trawler, but not before Dunlop lets it slip that the colour red is Dave's weakness. Dave drops Dunlop onto the ship before heading back to the land to get reinforcements. Dunlop is knocked out and left on the ship, which is being sunk, and he's, well, left for dead, essentially. When Dave gets back to the land, Rosie Labouche has framed Dave for the death of Dunlop. Dave is taken to prison, and that's where we meet him at the beginning. In the electric chair, Dave is almost a goner as Rosie Labouche has left roses for him. And once they're taken away, Dave breaks out and goes to rescue Dunlop, who I'm assuming is there for months, frozen. Dave blows a giant balloon from bubblegum and they escape the sunken ship. As luck happens, as they're floating around, they spot Torpedo and Labouche escaping with Evelyn as a hostage. Dave saves the day and the baddies are arrested. While saving Dunlop, who jumped off a balloon, they crash through the Earth's surface and find themselves on the other side of the world. The film ends with Dave marrying Evelyn, who has dyed her hair. Yep, you guessed it, red. I guess she wasn't a fan of super sexy time. <laughs> I was thinking, did he say sexy time at any point? Nice. Nice. Thought I'd up the stakes this week and leave uh, it to the last ooh, second. Ooh. Leave us dangling. Right, so just remind us, how long was the film? One thirty-seven. So you have one minute thirty-seven seconds to give us the synopsis. You did it in drum roll. Which one? One fifty-seven. Shocking. There's a lot though, isn't there? I mean, for a, a film lot. that's a bit, you know, yeah. it's just a lot goes on. Yeah, but it, you know, twenty oh, yeah. seconds under, I will drink. Drink, motherfucker. Yeah, unless I see the color red, and then I can't <laughs> drink. <laughs> There we are. Drank. Nice, nice. Well, there we go. That's the uh, the, the syn- synopsis challenge. Mm. Yes. Uh, so let's um, go deep into the film and tear it to pieces then. Yes. I yeah, let's do it. Mm. I just don't know what this film was trying to be, really. Um, at, f- at first, anyway, I was a bit confused. Is it aimed at kids? Is it aimed at adults? Uh, but then you get some, I mean, not coarse language, bad language, but he does call him a son of a bitch. Pretty yeah, much right at the start, and there's a few other bits. I, I thought that when he Dunlop almost drowned in the boat, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really fucking evil thing to do. It was, yeah. It was. Um, How but, fucking long was he there for, though? It, well, well, I mean, right, yeah, yes. we'll get, yeah, we'll yeah, get, yeah, get exactly. we'll get there. <laughs> hell, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't sure at first if it was if it was aimed at kids or aimed at adults. But I mean, it is basically just a pan to it. It's slapstick. It, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, saying that we're the greatest writers in the world, but I think we could have knocked this script out in, in an hour. But who says they didn't? 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, it's directed, um, as well as lots of other things, by Sergio Corbucci, mm-hmm. who uh, has a bit of a, a glittering career, really, in, in film. But uh, I don't think this is one of his best. It, it, I mean, look, it, it, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's a fun ride. But, yeah, as you say, it's just, you start watching it and mm. you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 And then, then you, you're like, what? Then you sort of take stock of what you're watching and go, what, yeah. what the hell's going on here? I think it took me a good half an hour to, to suddenly realise what the film was going to be like. Yeah. Because at first, I mean, the, the, the whole... The start of the film is, is is a two and a half minute title sequence, just to try and plug that frigging song uh, with snips from the film. Yeah, just fucked about with him, this this weird sort of computery graphic-y type thing over the top. But it just goes on for ages and ages and ages. Yeah, and, and I like the fact it's in glorious mono. There's none of your stereo, your five point one or seven point. It's <laughs> fucking mono. Um, it's definitely a B movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean. This so this was rented for me, and I'm relatively sure my mother rented this for me because I was obsessed with Superman things yeah. like that. So you see, you know, Super Cop or Super Snooper on a on a on a thing. Oh well, that'll do. <laughs> but I, re- I do you know what? Though as a kid, I probably loved this. Yeah. Because you, it it doesn't matter that the universe has no fucking rules. <laughs> well, this film has no fucking rules. There are no rules at all, are there? <laughs> Absolutely, like oh my god! All the laws. I mean, okay, you 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 understand when you're watching a film about superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yes, the laws of physics are going to be broken, but not destroyed. Exactly, and then, I mean, you can suspend your disbelief only so far. <laughs> I mean, what it has got though is is there's a certain charm about even when he's uh, moving that truck back into the park. The toy spot. truck. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's not even a model truck. It's a fucking toy truck. <laughs> But he's moving that truck into the parking spot. It's got some of the charm of maybe the original Superman where he's not just saving the, everything in the world. He's saving a cat. You know, yeah. it's got that kind yeah. of bit of charm to it as well. <laughs> and to be fair, the funny bits are very funny, I think. Uh, or maybe for not the right reason all the time. But d- did you laugh during this? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, laughed a few too. Times. But there are also some stuff, some bits that, that just completely missed the mark for me. Yes. Within the first few minutes when the, the reporter is doing his piece to camera and then he's interviewing people. And he talks to the woman. <gasps> yeah. Who talks about her talking beagle. Yeah, her husband. Slash husband. Yeah. And he hasn't said anything for a while. It's like, is that supposed to be funny? Because it's not. It's, it was it's, really random, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, really random and just, okay, tumbleweed. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that is right at the top of the film, so. I mean, okay, let's, 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 should we delve quickly into some of the things yes. that it, um, the logical rules it was breaking? Yeah, go on. Right, okay. okay. <laughs> well, not, not just even logical rules. Um, I mean, this does feed slightly into some of the highlights and lowlights, but I think, okay, you've got uh, somebody that gets superpowers. Mm-hmm. They gave him almost every single one. <laughs> They gave, like, apart from flight, mm-hmm. they gave him telekinesis, hypnosis, yep. so the ability to make people disappear, you know, move objects with your mind, super speed. Essentially, he was a god. No, he could fly. He could fly, uh, he, sort of. Yeah, sort of. He was flying on the ceiling, wasn't he? Yeah. He walked on water. Yeah. The guy was, the guy was Jesus. He couldn't swim, and then he could swim. <laughs> uh, he could jump through walls. Mm-hmm. He could see through the side of trucks. So... That there was there was a logic that wasn't there because okay he stayed in prison the entire time that his partner <laughs> was in a fridge underwater. Yeah. Now he could have at any point 
broken out of that prison. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing keeping him there was when he was eating beans, right? And what were the beans about? So Why that, was so he, that he couldn't use his powers, but then uh, beans. Well, they're red, aren't they? Some of them. Yeah, that's 14 plates of beans he had. So why did he have... That's one of my questions, Gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, one of mine as well. Um, I just don't understand why he was eating beans. Well, I, I thought so maybe... he was looking at the colour red. But why? So he was keeping himself there, but he could have broken out at any point. And I know in the in the narration it says that, you know, during the trials and stuff, she was wearing red to stop him escaping. But he could have escaped from there. Exactly. Because exactly. he, he did anyway. And all this time, Dunlop is in the boat, in supposedly in... Well, suspended animation, I suppose, or yes, um, frozen, yeah. frozen in there. Yeah. Of course, you know, the, the boat would not have lost all its power, and the, the, the freezer would not have you know, defrosted. And and you can't freeze people, Dad. Let's not forget that. <laughs> oh, let's not bring <laughs> fucking logic let's, into let's this. Let's not forget that you you can't really freeze people. <laughs> See, I thought maybe he's eating beans because he's going to go down to the boat and then fart his way out. Oh, well, that, you see, that would have been better <laughs> to propel them out of the water. But no. Because it wasn't a balloon that he used underwater Absolutely whatsoever. Not. You know, one piece of bubble gum can turn into a massive, massive balloon. All right, so you're sat in the writer's room. And you go, right, yeah, we need an ending. So how do we get him out of the I think a writer's boat? room is, is pushing it. Right, maybe so, in the pub. All right, so they're in the pub. They're knocking a few ideas about it. And they're like, okay, so how do we end this film? Mm. Hmm. Mm. Well, we did mention bubble gum earlier. How about we, we bring that little thread back? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But how hey, hey, one piece of bubblegum, he makes a massive balloon. That'll be good. And it, it floats up into the sky for no reason whatsoever. Well, that's, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Oh, don't worry about logic. They won't notice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's those leaps of logic because, uh, you, yeah, you take Superman or something like that, it's got rules. Mm. It has got rules. He can't do everything. And, you know, they, there's certain situations, you can't, but. The, he had no rules. Exactly. Uh, I mean, this is so. I, I actually made a little on my, on my thing of, of notes. I actually put, for once, uh, a subheading of just confusing things. Oh, go on. Uh, so, how fucking close to civilization were NASA testing this bomb? Mm. Or is it supposed to be that he shoots the bomb in half when he's trying to get that's, the alligator out of the boat? That's what I got from it. I thought he yeah. that when he got the you know the alligator out of his boat, he shot up in the air and that he destroyed it. How fucking powerful is that gun? Well, <laughs> it's a super sniper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, other things. I mean, obviously these are, these are things that stand out as, as just fuck ups as well, uh, especially in the football game. There's loads of people wearing red. So why is just one person left when he gets yeah. rid of them all? Uh, where do they go? Oh, exactly. Yeah, where do they go? Uh, how does he shoot the missile? Missile! Missile! Uh, how does the side survive in the sunken boat? Uh, and how long's the investigation? Well, that's it. So be an investigation into murdering Dunlop. They, mm-hmm. uh, would they not go down and try and get retrieve the boat or retrieve a body? Well, not even that. I mean, he's been on death row for... Well, exactly. I mean, so he's had to go but through trials go... upon trials. Exactly. And then exactly. tried to... And before the trials to... would have been a f- thorough investigation. Mm-hmm. And they tried to they tried to put him uh, put him to death a few times. Yeah. And also, why was he eating flowers? When they go to the airport to pick up Boosh. Labouche. 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 Uh, and he stops the goons and is getting, making them do the sobriety test thing. Oh, yeah. He's just stood there eating their flowers. Yeah. What the fuck is all that about? I just don't know. Oh, but, yeah. The, so basically the Three Stooges routine. Oh, God. That was... That, that was just, <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, very, very, very strange. Yeah. But it's, it's, it does have a sort of loose charm. I can imagine people... I mean, the thing is... 
not to shit on it, because actually, this is probably somebody's favourite film. Uh, well, looking it's, at it's, the, it's the gotta reviews be. and things, uh, people's own reviews on IMDb. Uh, Have they watched it, though, recently? Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe they watched it as children <laughs> and loved it. Actually, a few people did say, as kids, because apparently it's on rotation pretty much on HBO when that first right. launched. And a lot of people said, I loved this as a kid, and I still love it now. But a few people did say, if you watched it as a kid and loved it, don't watch it now, because yeah. it's shite. <laughs> I don't see. I would. I would argue with them. So I don't think it's shot. It, I, think it's I had fun with it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. It is nowhere near a perfect film. No, I mean, oh God, no. It's a bad film. Let's it's not, a bad. Let's it's not, a bad not film. Anything else? It is. I mean, it's practically Shakespeare compared to Nico. But yeah, what isn't? Um, Crossroads is practically Shakespeare fucking compared to Nico. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. There's there is a there is a lot wrong. Yeah, the logic. The, mm. You're right. The logic of this film is it was out the window. There isn't any. But then would it have the charm? if the logic was really tight because it's not a tight well, film. I mean, it doesn't need the logic if, if the effects and things are good or, or the story mm. sort of hangs together. Well, not hangs together because it's a superhero, but if, if it's, if it was well made mm-hmm. and the problem is it isn't particularly well made. No, it's definitely not well acted. We couldn't find the budget, could we? <laughs> nope. We, we look for budget and return and stuff like that. But, uh, but then again, you don't have to declare anything above 10,000. So <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> and how the fuck do they get Ernest Borgnine? Was he I, desperate for work? Like, know, was he doing it as a favour? It could have taken more than five days. He, he was fun, though. <laughs> yes. He was yeah. fun. That whole thing about, why don't you just do the decent thing and die? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know if you're in an, an atomic explosion, just just do the decent yeah, I mean, thing. Oh, I mean, there's lots of stock footage at the start of the film, so that's at least two minutes less filming needs to be done. Mm. Oh, it's it's just... It's but then bizarre. that was weird because that was never talked about again. So yeah. I don't know why they made it some sort of government thing uh, mm. that gives him his powers. Why not just some sort of, I don't know, solar flare or uh, yeah. a meteorite that come down and just got absorbed into his system? Some, something, you know, why did it need be to be? too too good. I don't know. Because I was thinking, because apparently he wasn't the only one, though, that got powers, right? Was he not? So from what I read... Um, See, because I, I missed this as well. So I was I was reading bits and bobs about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah." And then Sylvia's because we got powers. Like, has he? Oh, but he was a um, event. Yeah, that's all I took from it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I just don't know. But uh, also the the fact that you know the minute he he comes back from the the reservation and makes the the manhole cover. Are we still let's say manhole cover. Uh, makes the manhole cover move. It, his logic is, I must have superpowers. Yes. Well, obviously, duh. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, hey, Sarge. Oh, I must have superpowers. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the film. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with it as well. I, I, I didn't like, there's a lot of casual racism in it. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing about the, the, the moving the Native Americans off the reservation. Yep. Uh, and just stick them in the corner in dress and make them say they're real Americans. And I'm just going to go and put the parking ticket on his totem pole. Yes, uh, essentially. The whole thing with the Italians as well. You're suddenly Italian by putting ah on the end of every word. It's, it's like Peter Griffin giving it a whole boppity boopity. Yeah. You're suddenly Italian. Uh, yeah. And then going to Japan or China, whatever it was at the end of the film. Just people going, uh, uh, uh. And we'll find a house that looks vaguely oriental. But that's, oh, that's the crazy thing. So we smashed through the earth. Yeah. So I haven't destroyed the planet, <laughs> by the way. No, by we've having, managed to get through the core of the by earth. having essentially alive. a meteorite going through the center of the earth, right, to the other side. And then, yeah, they pop up. They're, oh, at least they're by a phone box. So that's yeah, I right. suppose it's no more silly than 
Superman going around the Earth really fast and making it go backwards and time going backwards. I thought you might say that. <laughs> I thought you might say that. I guess. But at least that's done well. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're right. There is no logic there either. No. No. But uh, so, should we have a look at um, so highlights and lowlights then? Yeah. But odd, uh, even. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I'll go first if you like. Um, the main highlight for me was Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, he's very, very good in this film. And I, I, to be fair, I find him a bit hit and miss in some films. But in this, he's very good. He seems to when he dances to, like Fred Astaire, especially when he dances like Fred Astaire. Um, but yeah, he's he seems to grab the role with both hands and mm. run with it. He's dependable there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's your. It's almost your way in. Yeah, he's your like. character actor. Some, much like Christopher Lloyd's uh, very much a character yeah. actor that you know you, you're in solid hands. Yeah, and he, he the funny bits are fun. The serious bits are serious. And I really liked him. And um, and I think that they do make a good pair. Mm. When they're together on screen, they're very watchable. So yeah, he's my, my first highlight. Can I just say as well, when... Uh, when Dave is up on the roof reading a comic, did you mm. know what comic it was? Superman. What colour is Superman's cape, Darren? Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, noted. Yeah, they thought about that. So one of my highlights, actually, I've, it's quite generic, but I suppose it's it's uh, the feel-good factor. Okay. It's I think it because it doesn't take itself very seriously at all, whatever else... You could just you could have it on. You can be watching and kind of going, "Oh yeah, that's happening." And you you, you buy into well, you sort of buy into it. But I I just had a big smile on my face. That mm-hmm. was the thing. So I didn't hate watching this film. And as we've said, it's not a good film. But I didn't hate watching it. Yeah. I just had a big smile. It was it was it was a kind of I suppose it reminded me of those films that were made a long time ago. Yeah. When it didn't have to make too much sense, it mm-hmm. didn't have to meet that much realism. It was just something fun, and that's. Something that you would sit down, all the family, on a Sunday night and watch. A bit like Super Grand. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that, you know, which probably didn't or make any logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had that kind of family feel-good factor, which made me... That was one of my highlights about it. Nice. My second highlight was uh, the fact that so much happens. It's not lacking. There's no dip in, in it at all. The, the story starts, and you're on a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of the films we review... There's a lull in the middle, or this is padding, blah, 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 blah. Actually, yeah, you're right. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's full. It's, I mean, and you get, like we didn't get with Fox and the Hound, or the examples of, of things that make them friends. Mm-hmm. In this, we get lots of examples of him doing things and stopping things. And I mean, the, yes, it's silly, the whole shopping mall robbery. The whole thing with the shopping trolley, capturing one of the robbers, and then going into the back room and stopping bullets in the barrel of his gun. And, and his, his teeth. teeth. Yes. <laughs> it's silly, but there's always stuff going on. Yeah. There's, there's no lull at all. And it's quite funny when he jumps out the window and doesn't realise um, that he's seen red and hurts himself in the car, breaks every bone in his body. Uh, so, yeah, it's... it's <laughs> and I quite like the, the, the sort of a bit of symbolism thing going on there where about a, you know, a butterfly coming out of its shell, mm-hmm. being poncy, if you like. But uh, there's always something happening and the film doesn't stop from beginning to end. So I like that. Good. No, I, I see what you're saying there, definitely. Uh, mine is uh, some of the campy shots. Right. Because there, there are campy shots. There are a couple of campy shots. And I also got a few hints of 60, 60s Batman right. uh, from watching this because it is bright and colourful like that. Yep. Um, and 60s Batman was obviously with limitations. 
Yeah. Um, so some of the campy shots, like, I mean, let's take the end shot, for example, where, uh. you know, where he just looks at camera and yeah, <laughs> it's really campy. Um, his running stuff, you know, he's, he's oh. running past you know, with the, with, next to the car chatting away. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. So that was some of my highlights because it did feel very, yeah, very 60s Batman. Uh, you're right. It is one step away from kapow. It, yes. <laughs> I I genuinely wouldn't have been shocked if there was a kapow or a kabloom when he yeah. had people. I really wouldn't. So it was it was bright and colourful and campy. Yeah. Very campy. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Low lights then. Uh, the first for me has to be the effect. There are. Fucking awful. I don't know what you're talking They're about. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, where do I start? We've already said about the laundry truck slash toy. The bubblegum balloon. You, know, you can see the seams. It's an actual fucking balloon balloon. Also, mm-hmm. if you wake up yeah. and you're on a bubblegum balloon, you yeah. smell bubblegum, would you lick of course not. the balloon? Well, I don't know. It's never happened. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> um, probably not. Have you ever woken up anywhere and tasted where you've woken up on? And also, isn't bubblegum really sticky? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, all I could think of is Dave's been chewing that and you've just licked it. Yeah. Dirty Dave. Dirty yeah. Dave. <laughs> Who's or, had your Davy Speed, as someone <laughs> called him at one point. Davy Speed, yeah. I mean, that's a good name for a superhero. Though. Yeah. Dave Speed. Dave Speed. I don't know. <laughs> Davy Speed, yeah. But Dave Speed feels a bit like, right, Dave? Dave. Dave. <laughs> Speed, so, though, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I say, yeah. So. Yeah, you get the balloon coming out yeah. of the water and then obviously just two fake things yes. stuck to it. <laughs> yeah, they're just hanging it's ridiculous. off. <laughs> ridiculous. The bit where he jumps out of the... Uh, well, they try to electrocute him in the chair and he jumps through the wall and flies into the sea. That's appalling. Uh-huh. The talking to the fish under the sea. What was that? <laughs> well, he can't swim, but now he can. Uh, so he has a conversation with the fish. And then he swims down to the boat, and it's obviously... Uh, so, yeah, they didn't think about this. So he's there walking on water. Mm-hmm. He sees Red. He can't swim. She drags him out. And then the entire end sequence is built on him being able to swim. Swim, yeah. Uh, and what the fuck is that kid doing watching them when they're having a bit of a snog? Yes. All right, all right creepy yeah. kid, fuck off. They, they all run off, apart from one. I, was I like, know. He's stood there watching that's them making it out. Oh, fuck off, kid. Um, the, the only thing that would have made just that... that more heightened would have been if she'd, she'd walked out in her red bathing suit in slow motion. <laughs> I thought you meant the kid then. Oh, like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I mean, when Evelyn walked out, because that's yeah. what made him fall into the water, wasn't yeah. it? But yeah, if she'd walked out in slow motion and shook her hair shook or something. Hair. Yeah. Nice. Uh, t- we should then, do a remake. Yeah, I think we should. Now this is perfect, is it? <laughs> uh, and then uh, for me and any other sort of nerdy fish keeper, the fish that he sees when he swims down to the boat a cold water aquarium fish, basically. Oh. They're called black moors uh, and fantails. Um, they're not sea. Anyway, that, that's really nerdy. So, yeah, that's. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. No, no, that, but that's interesting. I've got some yeah, in, yeah. In, in my pond. Um, so. Would well, you, you talk to them? Uh, all, the time, the all the time. All the time. We're sorry. Oh, fucking hell. But, uh, yeah, that's my first low light. I mean, I've kind of. Yeah, spoil my low lights a little bit. Um, it, it, which my yeah my low, one of my low lights is the logic. Right. Um, so we have talked about that broadly. So that is uh, that is one of my low lights. And should I just do my second one? Okay. Because, actually, yeah. because again, I've talked about it, which is his powers and being able to do anything. I think 
choose a set of powers, mm-hmm. give him limitations, because without limitations, the only right, the only limitation was the budget. Because if they could have had him fly, and they would have they would have had him fly. Um, I mean, he was floating on a ceiling, so I don't know why he couldn't have floated out well, of the water. Let's not say floating; he was strapped to it. He was strapped to the ceiling. <laughs> Um, reading a comic with red in it, yeah. But yeah, so give him a set of powers. Kind of go, okay. He can run, you know, fast. He's impervious or whatever else until he sees red. Not just he can hypnotize people. I mean, what the, what the fuck? I mean, it, it makes him a very mini- super snooper. For it fuck's makes him sake. a very manipulative person, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No wonder she dyed her hair bloody red. Exactly. She's like, well, you're not, you know. Why well, depends? Do uh, collars and cuffs match? Oh my god! What? It's not going to be the wedding night. Huh? Jeez, what? Is that it? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, it, yeah, his powers. That was my second. Like, it's, right. I just think you need limitations. You know, if if you're okay. all powerful, you're a god. I think it's, there's got to be a balance. Fair enough. Uh, my second no light is <laughs> again something we've touched on a bit as well. Is the acting from some of the supporting cast? Okay. Um, it's incredibly amateur. The chief again. He's almost up there with the chief from Nico. Well, a lot of it, I couldn't understand what he was saying. If they'd have got the chief from Nico in and went, hey, <laughs> Snooper, what are you doing? <laughs> that was way too understandable. Um, but yeah, I mean, Torpedo and the Goons, I, I guess they've got to be... Terrible villains. But I guess they've got to be that sort of obvious, stereotypical goon. But they're mm. just bad. They're bad. But also, Torpedo, I mean, for fuck's sake, Torpedo. Right? <laughs> um he didn't look so much like a classic villain as more so that somebody that sold Del Boy a dodgy car. Exactly. It yeah. was, it was, yeah. <laughs> he looked it's... like a, a secondhand car salesman. He didn't yeah. look like a, you know, somebody that's with this great actress, Rosie LaBouche. Yeah. He was completely miscast. It, there should have been somebody more powerful, more, I don't know, in a white suit stroking a, a cow. No, he, he wasn't a villain no. at all. He was, no. he was. Bad. Yeah, very bad. But not, I don't think not, that's not just the actor's way. fault, though. I think that is the fault of the entire oh, yeah, production yeah. kind of going, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's dress him like a used car salesman. Yeah, just bizarre. I mean, one of my lowlights would also have been the fact that he goes into a topless bar and nobody's topless. But oh, that's uh, definitely. But um, also, one more thing, Taz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 1980, yeah. did everybody learn how to fly? Well, I mean, yeah, because well, she's an actress. She doesn't do any work. Well, no, so she she can fly a plane. Yeah, right. Dave can fly a helicopter. Everyone, everyone can seems a to be. Copper, able to... Of course, you can. What? So they go. They, yes. they can all fly they, helicopters. Well, police academy. They all learn to fly helicopters. Not in the police academies I've seen. Well, that's because they're too busy having sex. All right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's the highlights and lowlights. Um. No, we got more. No, uh, no, 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 no more. <laughs> but yeah, we'd be a little fucking. I don't know, yeah, it's just. It, I think we're on the same. It's the logic. The yeah. logic of it's a bit off, and the, and the actual execution the, of the making the of the film. Yeah, Anyway, so we look at the music. Yeah, but what there is of it? <laughs> what there is of it? Oh my god, that fucking song. It's um, it's constant, isn't it? Uh, I think you summed it up when you when you sent me the text saying they've definitely got their fucking money's worth out of that song because basically the whole soundtrack <laughs> is that song that's, or variations on that just song. Break it, break it yeah. down into little bits. Like that's just, it. they finish the scene. Super Snooper. 
exactly. <laughs> or they'll have a little bit of instrumental version of the song. Um, for no reason, the song will kick in three minutes later. Mm. It's every two or three minutes the song kicks in, apart from two or three places uh, when they have, I mean, there's a little bit of like a, it sounds like the introduction to a solo disco song. And if if you've been hearing it throughout the entire podcast, which it, you probably will, so and this is Darren's punishment to you, so <laughs> so it sounds like you watched the film, so you know, it, you'll hear this. It's in glorious mono, and that yeah, you should be have heard that. Well, you should yeah. have heard that throughout the entire podcast. Oh yeah, it might just run underneath the whole thing because <laughs> that'd be like watching the film. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there, there is something slightly different when they go to the the robbery at the shop. Um, it sounds like the introduction to a disco song, mm-hmm. uh, and then I can't remember where the other one is. But that's it. There's basically three or four pieces of music in the whole thing. The music is pretty constant throughout, but it's mainly that fucking song. Uh, and all the music was written by Michelangelo and Carmelo La Blonde, uh, and all performed by the Oceans. Yeah, and I, actually, to be fair, I really like the song. Well, you knew the song before you knew the film, didn't yes. you? Because yeah. we we got a little bit drunk after we did the Patreon special, no. and we found the trailer for Super Snoop, and we we're like, uh, "Oh yeah, one day we'll do this film. One day." Yeah, and then we got really drunk a few weeks ago. And went, let's do it. <laughs> let's do let's it. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's a man flying on the outside of a plane. Duh. It's but, because it's got to be done. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is, doing this podcast, there's some films you think, "Oh, that a lot of people might listen to that." And they don't. And then there's other films you mm. think, oh, no one's going to listen to that. And they do. It's really yeah. weird. So I'd, I'd be interested to see how people feel about this film and, and how many downloads we actually get on this one. Because I'm reckoning not very many. Well, we don't know. <laughs> Super Snooper. <laughs> oh, that other thing as well, where she's flying, the, pretending to fly the plane. And he says, I'm like, what are you doing? Why can't you control it? And she says, I'm trying to sort it out. And she just basically just puts her hand up onto the controls and does nothing. Oh, lovely. It's real amdram acting. So just going, which is visual, which you can't see. But she just... anyway, But honestly, yes. what Darren is doing right now, that would have been better. So <laughs> thank you. Just letting you know. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. That's, um, that's oh, the music. Do you know that's what? The... Sorry, Daz. We need more booze. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm well up for that. I tell you what, let's get another drink and let's come back and let's, let's quiz each other about this. Hey, I'm going to quiz all over you. <laughs> And, and we're back. back. Part three of Darren and Matt Tacey's adventure, where we're looking at the cla- cla- classic, classic, super snooper. And uh, <laughs> we have had some more drinks, and we are ready and raring to quiz. To quiz everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I just hate having to clean up your quiz. Ah, uh? huh? You love it. Right. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. So when you said quiz all over you, I was like, how I never said that. How dare you? Oh, have you edited that out? Is that what it is? I don't know what you're talking about. Super Snooper. (laughs) Oh, this is silly. Right, come on, let's fucking do this. All right. Eyes down for a full house. All right, so it's, it's your turn to go first then, isn't it? So... Oh, shit, yeah, it's an even-numbered episode, right. Yes. Okay, then. So, right. Uh, uh, so, uh, Should we explain it first, though, for the oh, for first time? Yeah, this is, we do a quiz every week. Yeah, yeah, we basically... Yeah. Yeah. I know that, you know that. We fucking... Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> we quiz each other on the film that we watch every week. So we get three questions each, and then we go to sudden death, should it go beyond that. <laughs> fucking hell. 
<laughs> if you're still listening, you haven't fallen asleep. Jeez. What? <laughs> Can you pass me some bubble gum? <laughs> as it's that, well, as Matt was saying, uh, we quiz each other every week. Uh, we have a block of 10. Uh, we are episode 64. As it stands in this block of 10, it's 2 1 to me. So, uh, being an even numbered episode, I asked the first question. Question oh, yeah. number. You won Nico, didn't you? No, you won Nico, you dirty bastard. And I hope you're fucking pleased. Oh, yeah, yourself. you won Top Gun. I did. Yeah, they weren't our questions, though. They weren't our questions. Tony Randall. Right, so question number one for you. Uh huh. I feel like Sarge has been stuck at the bottom of the. It's been that long. Go on. All right. Fucking hell, just trying to... I don't know where to pitch it, because I hate going first. Um, when they go to the football match, what two teams are playing? Absolutely no idea. Oh, okay. Genuinely no idea. Uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. When you're a Jet, you're, you're a, a Dolphin jet. all the way. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I did oh. not pay attention to that whatsoever. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy, yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Um, when... <laughs> This is a genius moment in the film when they go to the office block and the guy opens the door and yes. speed runs through and smashes through the window. I mean, because everyone opens a door that way for, <laughs> yeah, in order for someone to run Waiting. through. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they went. They were in an office. What was the office? Uh, did what do you mean? Did the it was the Johnson and Johnson? Building. And what were they? What were they? Yeah. I don't know what you mean by that question. So Johnson Johnson were. What 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 was the organisation? What was it? As in what what business were they? Yes. In? I'm, 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 solicitors. I don't know. Yes. Oh, were they? Yeah, Johnson oh. Johnson attorneys at law. Oh, okay. So you just see just... a big plaque as as he goes smashing through the window. Johnson and Johnson that. attorneys at law. That was purely a guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. There we go. Okay. Good guess. I'd yeah. have given it to you for Johnson and Johnson. To be fair. Thank you. Okay, then. Uh, in the in the same vein, the Johnson and Johnson building is opposite what? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's opposite the Daily Herald building. Is it? Yeah. That's what the, the cop says on the. On the uh, on the calling all cars, calling all cars. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, you've been working on that. Super Snooper. Um, all right, then I'm gonna have to play a little bit of hardball um, because I'm well, back, to, three back to lose. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Um, what police code is dancing a violation of? Oh, that's a good question. Um, seventy-five, forty-two B. Okay, three one. I Hell. thought I thought that was quite a nice one. Like, <laughs> Dancing is a violation of Police Code Forty Two B. Is that the one where he says, "Oh, come on, it's up." Right, uh, <clears throat> just three one. Question three for you. Ooh, should I go with that one? I'm going to be question three if it's three one. Oh yeah, because you, you go first. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell! Snooper. <laughs> Oy, oy, oy. Um, what is their cop car number? I'll, I'll take a stab in the dark. Um, 4B. Uh, 40. Is it? Yeah. That's what I said, 40. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, then my final question, I'm already lost, but um, what's, the, what's the club called? Ooh. What were they going to watch? Mm. Uh, the Bush. The Bush, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
I, I don't know. The Macumbo. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, close. there we go. Close. Yeah. Three, uh, four, two. Yeah. Nice. Okie kokey. That's uh, three, one to me then overall. Uh, Where is it? <laughs> yeah, I just have to write that down. It's a good start. What? Uh, it is a good start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Any other questions? I had a few. The the dog husband, what's he called? Oh, I don't know. I forgot. I was too busy going, what the fuck is going on? Leopold. Okay, well, duh. What town do they go to, does he go to in order to serve the ticket? Oh, it's called something like Stoke Town. I can't remember. Creek Town. Creek Town. Uh, what type of rays? Omega rays? Red Amiga rays. Uh, Omega. Yeah. In, but... in, the, in the proper world. Yeah. Uh, what was the clearance of the bridge where Dunlop was directing traffic? 14 feet. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, thought, there's a question, Darren, it's going to clock. What? As if. <laughs> what is LaBouche singing? Uh, oh, God. That's just gone right in my head. Um, a song I'm very familiar with, and I can't remember. Yeah. Gone. Is it? Uh, yes. Quando, quando, quando. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that oh, was okay. th- those. Uh, yeah, those are my other questions. Okay. I think. Okay. Uh, oh, I also, yeah. What was the? Why was he there for the ticket? But right. Oh no, no. Here's uh, a good uh, one. Oh, 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 oh. Here's a good one. <laughs> what three other ways did they try and kill him in order? Uh, firing squad. In order. Uh, you know, in order, you bastard. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it, gas chamber. Yeah. Which I thought was very harsh. Hanging and firing squad. Very good. Yeah. 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 Well done. Wowzers. Um, okay, my other questions. How many execution attempts were there? Oh, well, oh, three. <laughs> Plus? Plus the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the code number, identification number, whatever, of the plane that Bush flies? Oh, I don't know. Uh, N123BR. What's the clearance of the bridge that mm-hmm. he directs traffic in front yeah, of? 14 feet, yeah. Uh, what is uh, speed infected by after the atomic bomb? Uh, what is what effective? Oh, speed, yeah. Speed, the uh, Omega, uh, Omega rays. Um, where does the cop say the robbery is at the Johnson Johnson building? Or where is the Johnson Johnson oh, building? Oh, right, okay. It's uh, 1147 Four Streets. Uh, the football teams play at what venue? The Orange Bowl. And what's the score? Jets 20, Dolphins 14. Oh. Yeah. So that was, uh, those were my questions. Yeah. Quite cunty. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, like that is it? Fine. Okay. Uh, you, you want w- cunty? You can get fucking cunty next week. <laughs> oh, let's do that then, shall we? No, let's not. Because from what I remember, next week's film is fucking long. Not that I know what next week's film is. Well, exactly. 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 For Zachary. Well, shall we? Uh... Last orders. Yeah. Yeah. Last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. Well, there we go. That's our little look at uh, Super Snooper, Super Fuzz, Slash. I'm going to try it. Go on, you go for it. Oh, don't. Poliziotto Super Pew. And I apologize to anyone that I just defended. (laughs) It's supposed to be Italian. Uh, Yeah, so that's our little look. Um, A a crazy, crazy film. Uh, Not always successful, but it has a certain charm. I'm going to sum up and give it a score. Yeah, I think. go on. Uh, go on. Go on. I'm, I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to see. I want to see where you pitch this. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, and I guess that's a big part of of watching a film. As we said throughout, it is badly made. It's poorly performed. Uh, it's severely lacking 
in the effects front. The, the story doesn't make much sense. But then it doesn't have to. It's a superhero movie, if you like. Uh, it tries hard to be something that it's not. It looks dreadful in places. But I really like the two leads. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a fucking sausage fest. The, the two female characters in it do very, very little. It's a, very much a product of its time. I'd argue it's a product of the 70s. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it was being made in the late 70s and released. Yeah. In the, uh, we can only just do it. But uh, like I say, it has a, it has a, definitely has a charm. And looking for the love uh, or looking at the love it's got online, it's obviously touched a lot of people at a certain time in their lives, but it's still a bit naff. But I still enjoyed it. And will I watch it again? Not in a hurry. But I probably would at some point. Go, yeah, do you know what? I'm just, I feel it's so shit after last night on the beer. I'm going to watch Super Snooper to try and cheer me off a bit. Yeah, so it's okay. That yeah, sort of I get film. that. Or if we're a bit drunk together, we're going to yeah, just whack on the back. Yeah, yeah. going to be funny. Um, so yeah, it's it's not a good film. It's not a bad film by any stretch of the imagination. But again, it's really not a good film by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm going to give it a four. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, so. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much the same body. Um, I, I, you know, I was under no illusions. We were going to watch this and go, oh, my God, this is a game changer. <laughs> I don't know. I knew I this knew is a forgotten classic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we it's a fun little joke that me, you and Sarah have. Yeah. Where we just suddenly start singing Super Snoop because we had a, you know, after that podcast was recorded, we put on the song and we and it was stuck in our head for days. Yep. So. There was an awareness, and we've watched the trailer a few times. We said, should we, shouldn't we? This was the best possible outcome. Yeah. Uh, it really was, because, I mean, the worst the worst thing for me would have been us to watch it and kind of go, oh, God, this is so, mm. you know, it could have been really offensive. It could have been really just so unwatchable yeah. that it made our eyes bleed. But it didn't. It was fun. It was campy. It, it, it's not a high-scoring film at all. It's not, and I couldn't in all good conscience do that. I, I haven't got rose-tinted glasses looking back, and I can barely remember it. I just remember it was about a cop that was eating beans because he couldn't look at the colour red, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that being said, I think I had a score in my head today, and I was like, okay, I reckon if I give it this, Daz will probably be around about a little bit lower, but no, you surprised me. Really? We hit it dead on. Okay. All day, My head, I've, I've been thinking four is fair, but that does make it eight times better than Nico. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that in, in, in do you know what in the world of Darren and Matt's eighties adventure, I think that's a fucking fair comment. So yeah, yeah, eight out of twenty. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know what? If if it hadn't been for this podcast, there's no way on God's earth I would have watched this film or known I'm about sure, it or known about it. Yeah. yeah. And for that, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful for doing this podcast. And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to drink to Super Snooper. Let's drink to Super Snooper. <laughs> I am pissed. That is there the beauty of it, though. There are films that we are going to... There's loads that I would never have seen. Yeah. Uh, and I urge you to watch it. What Have you seen it? Do you love it? Do you fucking hate this film? You, you, Let us know. Yeah. If you hate it, you've got no soul. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> see, it's just camp fun. It's fun. It is it's a lot fun. of fun. It's, yeah. Well, not, not a lot of fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, let's not go mental. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the WKD. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, should we uh, have a little look at what's coming next? Oh, week? yes, please. Let me know what's next. Okay. So we decided to go a little bit bigger. For, oh, sorry. <clears throat> yeah. 
Darren didn't True. decide because Darren doesn't know what next week's film is. I don't know what's going on. But that's in general anyway. All right. So the tagline for next week's film, there's a lot of them. Um, is that it? Oh, I don't know what yeah. that could be. So uh, he is afraid. He is totally alone. He's a super snooper. <laughs> no, it's, it's super snooper too. Yes, next week we have, Oh, if only no. there was one. No, he is afraid. He is totally alone. He is three million light years from home. Ooh. Uh, is that, that, that the, the tagline you go with? Cool. Okay. Well. Did all the others give it away? Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly. I mean, there's another one that says, His Adventure on Earth. Uh, the mystery, the suspense, the adventure, the call that started it all. It's a lot of taglines for one film. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That, uh, I don't know what that could be. I might just have to uh, phone home. I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm so predictable. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I could just, as you were saying, oh, I don't know what this is like. He's I'm trying to think of something <laughs> funny to say. You know, like, that's all I could say. Shut up. <laughs> oh, leave me alone, you bitch. I'm not very well. Yeah. No, but that's normal. Um, <laughs> I'm sick. Yes, you are. Uh, so that is uh, that is our review of Super Snooper. Yeah. So if you'd like to know what next week's film is, then please look at our Facebook page during the week where the trailer will be released. Uh, nice. You can also get in touch with us. Uh, please contact us uh, through podcast at 80sadventure.com. Uh, you can look at us on all the socials and yep. all that sort on Twitter and Facebook. Twitter. Share us with your friends. Yes, again, as Darren always says, steal their phones and subscribe. Yeah, well, not steal them, just borrow them. Well, no, yeah, but if like, you take for a piss or a poo or something, you know, <laughs> nick the phone and just, just... A piss or a poo? Piss or a poo. Poo, 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 poo. But do you not take your phone with you? Oh, yeah, good point. Well, you can always go in and join them. Okay, this is this is going So it's like doing Mission Impossible. Super pooper. Hey, sneak into the toilet while they're having a dump and subscribe to us. Yeah, anyway. All right, okay. Well, I think I think we're going off on one. So, right, until next time then. Is there anything else from you, Daz? No. Okay, until next time, I've been Matt. And I am Darren. Cheersy! It's on YouTube, you know that? Yeah. Whole thing's on YouTube. Yeah, I saw it afterwards. Yeah, no one's going to take that down, anyway. <laughs> I think you'd be fine dropping in. Super Snooper! Yeah, exactly. <laughs>